Welcome to a Life of Choice podcast, the podcast that helps you shift and broaden your perspective to get more out of life. I'm your host, Robin McCaig, so let's get started. Welcome back. So today I'm going to do a little bit of meandering, perhaps. We'll see as it goes. Today is Monday. It's a holiday here in Canada, and I believe in the U.S. as well. It's Labor Day, and so it's been a long weekend for people. And a lot of people are doing staycations, staying in our province. A lot of people are out in nature, and that's caused some problems. And unfortunately, it's also caused some problems with people not being aware of their abilities and we've had a couple of serious accidents so from my sixth perspective on the enneagram where i want everyone to be safe please be careful out there and be aware of what your limitations and your level of ability is there's no shame in not pushing yourself beyond where you are and so i'm going to talk to you a little bit about where I did that for myself this uh, last week. So I stayed home during the long weekend and the week before I'd gone up to Whistler in the mountains in here in British Columbia and it's a beautiful place and it really reminds me of where I grew up in the Rocky Mountains and I love to go and hike and that's one of my joys and I haven't been doing a lot of elevation hiking. I do a lot of walking in my neighborhood, which is flat. I live on an island that is attached to Vancouver by a bridge. And so I do a lot of walking, but not a lot of hills. So I'm not getting a lot of cardio workout. And I've been building since foot surgery last year. I had a neuroma on my foot and so I was off my feet for about five weeks last year and really just building up to where I could do some hiking. I did some last summer though it was still fairly challenging for me from the foot perspective. So this year I was really excited to go up there. I have a favorite hike that I normally do and that's been closed because of not only COVID but some problems with people feeding animals especially the bears and, you know, this is one of my biggest pet peeves is people who feel they have the right to do something, even though we're being told for our own good and for the animal's own good that this is important not to do it, that they continue to no longer go by the rules, right? It's like this anarchy out there that I'm just going to do what I feel like because I have been feeling restricted. And so it's just my choice. I'm going to go ahead and do this and it doesn't matter what the consequences are for the animal or for other people that have to deal with the consequences of my actions. So this year when I went up, I really allowed myself to be in the moment as much as possible and not make a lot of plans. I was there by myself and I know the area fairly well. And I still chose some hikes that I hadn't been to before because I always like to see new places and experience new things. I love that sense of adventure. 
of striking out on my own and going and seeing these beautiful places in nature. And there were a lot of COVID rules in place. I chose to only eat outside or in the studio apartment that I had for the week. And I didn't sit inside for any events. When I went to the grocery store, I wore my mask. And if you wanted to have pool time, you had to book it at 7 a.m. in the morning for that day. And you had a two-hour window to go and enjoy the pool. There was no service into the rooms, no housekeeping. We could call if we needed assistance. And I didn't need anything for the week. I, it was pretty self-contained. There was lots of towels. Everything was very comfortable. And if we wanted to do laundry, we were allowed to get coins from the desk and then go do our own laundry. And so it was really felt comfortable having the rules in place and being able to feel okay about being in the hotel and keeping the distancing. And most people would wear masks if they were around you. So that part felt good. In the village, not always so good. Not as much distance sometimes when it was busier days and not a lot of masks. So on the Monday, I decided to do a hike I hadn't done before. And it was quite strenuous, a bit more than I think I realized from reading the description. It said moderate. I don't know if I would call it moderate. It was basically straight up for about four hours. And with my cardio not being so good, I spent a lot of time stopping and resting and catching my breath. It was still wonderful. It was a bit muddy. It was quite buggy. But there were the beautiful waterfalls along the way. And I would stop and just take in the negative ions from the beautiful air. And then when I got to the top meadow, it was just so rewarding with beautiful wildflowers and the lake and the glacier. And it was just absolutely beautiful. And while I was there, I could see that I could scramble up the rock face with these boulders to get to this little hidden lake, which was just basically a small pool of water. And it was so cold, just from the air, my fingertips were going numb. And I hadn't really stopped to have my lunch because of the bugs and everything. If I'd stopped to see the waterfall, I wouldn't spend a lot of time. I would take some pictures and enjoy the air and then continue on. And so I brought something out of my pack and I kind of debated, do I want to go up that hill to that lake and say I'd actually been to the lake? Or should I be more considering the time to go back? because I'd never done this hike and I didn't know how long it would take to get down. So I chose to take the decision or make the decision to go down and not go up because it always looks closer <laughs> than it is, right? I'm looking at that rock face and thinking, it's gonna take a good half hour to get up there. And then I'm wanting to rest up there and then come back down. And then it's going to be like four o'clock and in the woods, when it's lots of bush, it gets darker sooner. So I knew even with three hours down, it was going to be six o'clock before I got down. And so I choose to go down. 
and there had been a bear warning in the area and of course that's not the best thing to run into at dusk and so I took the more cautious route and did go back and it was a good decision sometimes in the past I would have maybe thought to myself oh why didn't I do that last bit but what I've learned over time is that we have choice in every moment and to really check in with ourselves and see what is it that I need in the moment is just so rewarding because then there's no judgment against ourselves. We can be in the moment and find out what is really going on for us, both mentally, emotionally, physically. And so I made that choice and I felt good about it. I came back, I could have a nice bath and warm up by the fireplace in my studio apartment. So it worked out really well. And even though it was a strenuous hike and I had some sore muscles, my Epsom salt bath helped and I was back out hiking for the rest of the week. It didn't slow me down because I was in that flow. I was with nature. The other hikes weren't as strenuous and at the same time, they were still beautiful and I found these really interesting things. I found an old ghost town and I'd never seen that listed before in the hike. So I don't know if that's something new or where that came from, but it just kind of magically appeared and it was a really interesting hike and to see these different buildings and old cars and all the fun stuff of this ghost town. And it really helped to remember that this is how we're meant to be, that we have this choice to be in flow, that we have this choice to decide in every moment what's important, what is going to fill me up, what is going to move me towards what I want in life. If you think about a baby and those impulses, they're not thinking about what is next, what's next in five minutes, what's next in an hour. They're just in the moment. And if they're hungry, if they're tired, if they need the diaper changed, it's like they're in that and they're expressing what they need in the moment. Of course, we do have to have some structures around certain things as an adult. At the same time, the more that we can tune into what is feeling good in the moment. And to me, this is one of the gifts of COVID is that really taking that time to evaluate what is important to us and how can I be more present to what is important to me? And is it things? Is it people? Is it my networking groups? Is it maybe getting back to my writing or something that has importance to you that maybe you've been putting off. To me, this has been a perfect opportunity for creativity with less distractions from the outside world where we're spending more time at home. And for me, for example, there's no live theater, so I don't have as many social events in the evening, for example. So I'm not rushing around during the day getting things done by a certain time because I need to eat and then get out the door to get parking and get to the theater, for example. So I really enjoyed that week of that flow. And then coming back into getting things done, 
it was a really good reminder for me as I'm working on this webinar and realizing that I was so much in the intellectual part. And I'd kind of put those places back in where it's like, okay, I need to do it this way rather than being in the flow. And it's like, where is the heart? Where is the body? So where is the feeling? Where is the attention and my body moving in to what I'm doing? Is that the best thing to be showing in this particular slide, for example? And what was so interesting, there was a particular slide that I wasn't really happy with. And then magically today, I'm looking through something and I'm finding the perfect picture. And I've been looking for a similar picture like this for probably six months. And being in that flow just opened me up to finding it. It's what I was wanting and it's what came forward. So for you, where are those disconnects? Where are the energy blocks? And this is something where curiosity will really help us. So if I'm feeling that I'm going about doing something and there's not a lot of energy to it, I'm not feeling motivated, there's not a lot of joy, let's be curious. What's going on? Is there some energy block? Maybe I'm feeling it in my throat and there's something that I'm not feeling that I'm saying. Maybe there's something I'm blocking there. Or is my body feeling shut down? Like, where is that aliveness in my body? Where is the feeling from my heart? And it was another great reminder today. I've been reaching out and connecting with people on LinkedIn and doing the networking in that way and having more one-on-one -on -one conversations rather than networking groups per se. I'm still doing some of those, but I'm finding more joy in that personal connection. And this woman I spoke to today, we had a great conversation. And I did her numerology to see, of our, see our connection. And of course, there was a soulmate connection, no surprise. So these are the kind of fun things that happen when you're open to a conversation and you're not thinking about the bottom line and the time that you're spending, certainly send, setting up some boundaries. Okay, I have an hour to talk or half an hour or whatever that time is. But also having the openness to how can we support each other personally or um, privately, like in our personal life or in our professional life, it doesn't matter. We're full human beings with different needs. How can I support you or connect you with someone with something you need? So I'm really enjoying having those kind of more organic conversations. And even when I'm having those conversations, how am I feeling? Like checking in on the moment. Is there some area that feels blocked? Am I connecting head, heart, and body again? And if I'm feeling some block, what is it? Is there some projection? Is there something that is uncomfortable between us? Is, am I feeling like we're not connecting in a way that is meaningful? Maybe our values are different, or, or maybe there's just not a great connection with this particular person. And being okay with that, still enjoying the conversation and finding out and be curious. And 
learning about who they are, what they do, what's important to them. And it may not mean a lasting connection. It may or may not. So just being open to whatever unfolds. So to me, that is what flow is all about. When we can be in sync with ourselves in alignment and just be open to what's next. What are those impulses? Am I connecting with all parts of myself? And it brings more joy into our life because really isn't life kind of dull if we don't have that feeling of joy and connection and you feel like you're just going through the motions. So as you're heading back to work or whatever's going on in your life, take a moment to tap into yourself and feel what's going on for you as you go about your day. Be curious about where is that flow for you? Is my head, heart, and body cannot connecting or is there something that's feeling shut down so have a fabulous week and i will see you next week bye for now thanks for listening to the show if you enjoyed listening please rate and recommend the show on itunes or spotify or wherever you get your podcasts see you next week 